0: Welcome to Earl Stewart on Cars with Earl and Nancy Stewart. Reach them with your questions at 877-960-9960.
1: Here's Earl and Nancy. Good morning, everybody, and uh, good afternoon and good evening to you folks that listen to us on podcast. Uh, My name is Earl. I'm often referred to as the uh, recovering car dealer. And uh, this show is uh, Earl Stewart on Cars. To sum it up in a nutshell, it's about how not to get ripped off by your car dealer. Uh, There I said it, offending a certain segment of the population, the uh, retail automotive industry. And uh, I say that uh, with confidence because I'm speaking from experience. I'm speaking from 50 years of experience, and I am a recovering car dealer, and I'm currently a car dealer. I uh, started the business back in 1968. And I've sold a lot of different uh, varieties of cars. At one time, I had probably half a dozen car dealerships. And uh, I had an awakening uh, a couple decades ago. And my awakening was, I'm taking advantage of my customers to sell more cars and sell more service and make more money. Uh, I didn't necessarily step across the line of legality, but I definitely crossed the line of ethics and uh, so here i am in a radio studio in south florida uh... the same radio studio i've been in for ten plus years i think it's probably been eleven and uh... started out with a half an hour show same sort of a theme how to buy a car lease a car maintain or repair your car without being taken advantage of and uh, it's expanded from a half an hour uh... to two hours and we've changed times a couple times. Uh, we're now on is if you're podcasting us, this show is live eight to 10 on Saturdays, 8am to 10am Eastern standard time every Saturday. And I'm not alone. I couldn't do this alone, especially for two hours. So I've got a, a group here with me. Uh, to my right is Rick Kearney. Uh, Rick has been an auto technician for many, many years. Uh, you know, he's coming up on a quarter century. Does that make you feel old, Rick? It does. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I uh, I know how you feel. Uh, Rick, uh, we call him a mechanic many years ago, and then we started calling him an auto technician. Now I call him an auto computer scientist. And uh, there's very little that he doesn't know about the inside of a car. Uh, he can tell you uh, just about everything that goes wrong, how to fix it, how to avoid having to fix it, uh, who to see to get it fixed. So if you're driving the car, late model, an older car, whatever it is, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, got, you're going to be hearing this number over and over again, 877-960-9960. That's the dial-in number. The, I guess we don't dial anymore, do we? We say dial-in. They do, but they don't, the kids don't know what dialing actually dialing, means. Dialing, yeah. yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. It's a telephone, 877 877- nine six oh ninety nine sixty. And for a lot of people I think we're actually getting more text these days on calls. In fact I'm sure we are. We have a text number. I keep meaning to get a easily remembered text number and we will do that. Is that but not but, last uh, week. Currently the text number is area code seven seven two four nine seven six five three oh that's seven seven two four nine seven six five three oh I got those numbers out early because it's important that you write them down. You probably don't have anything to say right now. Questions, comments, criticisms. Uh, we love to hear it all. But uh, write them down, 877-960-9960 if you want to call us, and 772-497-6530 if you want to text us. And I was just introducing the, uh, the panel here. And next to... Rick, Rick Kearney, our auto computer scientist, is Nancy Stewart. Nancy Stewart, in full transparency and disclosure, is my wife, and uh, but more importantly—well, not more importantly—more importantly for the show, she's my co-host, and she is a strong female advocate, women's advocate. Some people don't like saying female; doesn't sound warm enough, but you know what I'm talking about, women. You heard the hashtag Me Too movement. I mean, how could you avoid it? I mean, you can't, you can't turn on any form of media, social or otherwise, without being bombarded. The women are free. They have been, they've been freed. And uh, they're out and they're talking about it. And that's what Nancy does. And she's been talking about it. She's ahead of her time. She's been talking about it for 10 or 15 years. And uh, that's her place on the show is to try to encourage more females to call. Uh, to discuss a female point of view on buying, leasing, maintaining, and repairing a car.
2: Good morning, everyone. Welcome. Remember, ladies, first tune, new lady callers. You can win yourself $50. And uh, I I think that I have been marching for the cause uh, for women since I was probably about 25 years old. So I have, uh, well, I have a lot of talent.
1: Yes, and <coughs> it's, it's a lot of people don't like to talk about these things, and I'm so happy that there is an outburst of the female point of view now talking about things that they were afraid to talk about. And uh, what Nancy's been talking about for all the years we've been on the show is why are women treated differently when they come into a car dealership to maintain or repair their car, or for that matter, uh, to buy or lease a car. So uh, that's the reason uh, we offer cash incentive for the first two new female callers. We we try to hit a 50-50 balance. We'd like to have... We don't want to have all female. We want to have 50-50 because half of the audience is female and half is male. So, $50 cash, no conditions to the ter- first two new female callers. And to Nancy's right is my son and he is our cyber guy. He's Earl Stewart III, but we call him Stu so we can have more clarification. Too many Earls in the family. And uh, (coughs) Stu is uh, very important. Nancy reaches a segment of the audience that's sometimes difficult to communicate with properly. Stu reaches a very large segment uh, the the youth, I guess, because, and I don't mean 25 years old, I'm talking anybody that's cyber savvy. And really what we're doing radio, It's almost obsolete. Uh, Newspapers are almost obsolete. And what we're talking about is Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Google, all the cyber forms of communication that have really just soared. Uh, It's it's a new planet. It's a new world. Communication is all new. So uh, you can text us. I give the text number out, 772-497-6530. But we're streaming this live on Facebook video. And uh, you can stream us live at just Facebook.com forward slash Earl on Cars. Do we make that change? It's Earl stewart on Cars and Earl on Cars. Um, That
0: involves doing a a different page, so we're going to leave it the way it is. We'll just
1: leave it Earl on Cars. Facebook.com forward slash Earl on Cars. And you can see us live. And uh, here we are. I'm waving at you. Right now, if you stream this, and you can communicate by posting, because Stu is tracking the post on on Cars, and uh, he's also tracking the text. We're all tracking the phone calls, and uh, it's just an amazing communicative world we, we live in. We also have an anonymous form of communication, and there are a lot of folks folks out there they just don't want, for whatever reason, privacy is important. And we're really having a lot of uh, privacy discussions today, especially with the social media. So do you want to communicate with us in absolute privacy? We have a way. It's a link. And it's just youranonymousfeedback.com. Your youranonymousfeedback.com. www.youranonymousfeedback.com. And you tell us anything you want. Uh, I know there's some car dealers out there that like to tell me a few things Mm. so (coughs) go ahead, we get those not many, Uh, one of you car dealers if if you're not a car dealer but you know a car dealer, give them the link will you please it would be be informative possibly amusing Uh, you can't offend us I mean uh, the truth is a powerful thing and we don't really worry about telling the truth. So, if you know a car dealer, give them the anonymous link. www.youranonymousfeedback.com Love to hear from you. And if you got some words of criticism, constructive or otherwise, for us, let us know. Hey, listen, I know I'm not perfect. I'm almost perfect. But I'm not quite perfect. So you can tweak uh, what, what I do or what Nancy does or Rick or Stu. How can we make the show better? Even Colin in the control room. What can Colin do better? And Jonathan, you know, what can Jonathan do better? Jonathan is, he's the master behind all these Facebook live streaming YouTubes. I mean, he is, uh, really does an amazing job. So, www.youranonymousfeedback.com and most important call the show. And, uh, oh, I forgot. The only thing I got to say, this is an extraordinary long introduction. I've got to tell all of you out there why we justify what we do and it's something called the Gallup poll on honesty and ethics and professions the Gallup organization since 1977 has been doing a uh, poll for all Americans thousands and thousands of Americans and they ask what is the most honest and ethical profession you deal with since 1977 40 plus years what's the most honest and ethical business and for all of those 40-plus years, all of them, car dealers have been at the bottom or near the bottom. So are you car dealers out there that have got your back up about this and saying I'm just spouting out a bunch of nonsense, the American population holds you in very low esteem. They, th- they don't think that you are doing the right thing by the American car buyer or a repairer, or a maintainer. You just don't treat people right. And it's been consistent. Consistent. Not a fluke. Never, never been in the top ten. Never (laughs) been in the top half. You've always been at the bottom. Creeped
0: up above Congress people once. That's
1: right. Lobbyists, maybe. Yeah.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Sandwiched sandwiched right in there between the lobbyist and uh, congressman.
1: I mean, it could be a fluke that that you have a bad year. It could have been, but it can't be a fluke for 40 years. So, all you folks out there in the retail automotive business,
3: yeah, Rick? Well, the the fluke was when we actually got above congressman. That was the fluke. (laughs) That's true.
1: (laughs) And, uh, mystery shopping report. I'm going to shut up in just a minute, Nancy. Nancy's waving at me because I am going on. I know that. Mystery Shopping Report. We usually uh, do it in the last half hour of the show, and uh, we're going to move it to the next to the last half hour at the top. You know, at uh, nine o'clock. In the middle. In the middle. Yeah, do it in the middle of the show. We want to kind of sandwich it in. First of all, it's <laughs> the most popular part of the show, where we visit a South Florida car dealership unannounced, undercover. It's so fun. I have so much fun doing this. And we go in there, we pretend to buy a a car, and then we just report exactly what happens. And we name the names. We name the dealership. And we have a, a, a doozy, a, a doozy. It was a good one, wasn't it? Arguably <laughs> the worst we've ever had. Would you say that, Stu? Uh,
0: the, the names were the best.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we had more names, names, too. Names. Yes,
0: <laughs> lots of names and unusual names. <laughs> I Many. mean,
1: it was really. I'm not going to tell you who it is.
0: Well, all you car dealers out there... The only only name that's made up is Agent X. The rest, Agent
1: X, yeah. But uh, the real names, the real car dealership, and it's one of the worst in 10 years that we've ever seen. So all you folks out there in the business, it might be your dealership. You never know. Stay tuned. Uh, Okay.
2: Okay, I'll remind everyone that uh, you can uh, give us a call at 877-960-9960, or you can text us... 772-497-6530. And ladies, again, $50 for the first two new lady callers. Give us a call. And remember, uh, I know, ladies, that uh, all you want is a buying experience that's straightforward and fair. You aren't asking for any miracles, and uh, you could be the shrewdest negotiator out there and Well, the odds of striking up a better deal, they get, uh, well, uh, it's slim and it's very slim. So you really have to uh, not only listen to our show, uh, but do your homework. So sit back, enjoy the show, and that mystery shopping report is going to be unbelievable. We're going to go to our first caller, and that is Tina from Bonita Springs. Tina is a regular caller. Good Tina, morning.
1: Tina for Bonita.
2: Tina, the ballerina. Good morning, how y'all <laughs> Good Good morning. Morning, doing?
4: Hey. Yeah, We're well, <laughs> thank morning, you. Tina. Good morning. Good morning. You know, I was just reading an article very recently about the used car market being the hottest thing now. Yes. Because new cars are getting more expensive. Buyers don't want to pay that much money, so the used car market is getting to be... Really, really popular right now. Yes, they but are. But unfortunately, Gina. as we know, with that comes fraud. And I'm reading this article here about this gentleman who got arrested in Phoenix, Arizona. Used car dealer accused of bait and switch schemes. And he wasn't just charging people too much for their vehicles or whatever. He wasn't even dabbling in odometer fraud. But he has been withholding titles to cars. Like someone will come to his the dealership, they'll pay for a vehicle in cash. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I have the title. And then what he'll do is he will he'll hold the title back, and he will relist the car on Craigslist and try to sell it again. Oh, man. So this gentleman finally got arrested. <laughs> so he's he's in pretty big trouble. But that's the thing. I mean, when you buy a car, you not only ha- a used car. You not only have to do your search. You not only have to pull up the car facts to make sure the mileage is correct, check the odometer, and all that. But you never know if the seller of the vehicle, the auto dealer, is going to hold back your title or not. You just have no clue. You're kind of stuck in that situation.
1: Yeah, it's a hazardous uh, road out there. But it's true, Tina, that uh, I've always thought that the the right used car was a better value than a new car. Uh, today, it's more so than ever. It's uh, um, it's the, the discrepancy. New car prices are going up and used car prices or stabilizer are not going up as fast and there is a wide difference. You get a late model used car and you do your homework and as you say you have to be extra careful when you buy a used car but if you deal with a reliable dealer used or new independent or franchise otherwise and you also do your due diligence the most important single thing that I can say about buying a used car is to take it to an independent, your man, your, your woman, your mechanic and get an independent analysis. You can't buy a car from a used car dealer or otherwise and have one of his people check it out, obviously. So you need to take it to your person and spend $150, $200. Bucks. Rick, can you get a,
3: a decent analysis for 150 to $200 on a car? Absolutely. Yeah. Any any mechanic worth his title as a mechanic, a technician yeah. would be able to go over that car very well for that price. Yeah, And so obviously, you want to do
1: all your shopping first. You want to find the car. You want to check it out on Carfax. Uh, you want to road test it. Uh, you want to check it out in Consumer Reports. Do all your other due diligence before you go money out of pocket. But before you sign on the dotted line, take that car to your person. And of course, needless to say, your person needs to be somebody that knows what they're doing. And uh, you might be able to do it for less than 150 depending on the, the, the age of the car and the mileage uh, as to what has to be checked out. But Boy, I tell you, if I weren't a new car dealer and I didn't get my new cars free, I would buy a used car. If I was out in the market having to write a checkout or finance a car and drive it as a value, as an investment, I'd definitely buy a used car over a new car.
2: Uh, And also, uh, one of the reasons why used cars are being bought off the shelf, one of the reasons our cars last so much longer you can put so many miles on these cars and unless you're trying to impress someone the best way to go is a used car say you buy a used car with fifty thousand miles on it do you know how many more miles you can put on that car because you can run a car up to two hundred thousand miles or so so and you're saving so much money by purchasing used
1: yeah, exactly yeah it's amazing how fast the reliability and the ma- maintenance has come down. Reliability has gone up. Safety has gone up. Yes. So you, you know, it's 2018. You buy a 2016 car mm-hmm. uh, with uh, 15 or 20 thousand miles on it, or 30 or 40 thousand miles on it. Uh, what a value that is compared to the new car.
2: Absolutely, you can save yourself 20 or 30 thousand dollars by something you can afford, and it's reliable, and it's the best way to go.
1: Tina, you have—you're uh, always good about bringing up topical and important subjects. A lot of people don't think about the difference. People tend to fall into two categories: mm-hmm. new car buyers and used car buyers. I'm talking to you, new car buyers out there. Think about a used car before you go out there mm-hmm. and spend thirty, forty thousand dollars on a new car. You drive it out of the showroom, and you've got uh, two, three, four, five thousand dollars in depreciation. You take a used car, and you drive it off. You don't have any depreciation. I mean, nominal, uh, you have the probably the same depreciation after the first two years that you have in the first two minutes after you buy that new car. So great advice, great information, Tina.
4: Well, the thing is, my, my point in bringing about this article, of course, was the used car market. It's really becoming very popular for very good reason, as you guys mentioned. But how does a buyer avoid this kind of fraud with the title because you could have a great buying experience but if you don't get the title in your hand then you're in a whole lot of trouble especially after the seller like this unscrupulous seller tries to sell your car again on Craigslist. I mean you just don't know if that's gonna happen. That's kind of a backdoor kind of a fraud situation.
1: Yeah. Well the first and most important thing you mentioned Craigslist is don't buy a car on Craigslist. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I don't want oh no. I, I don't want to uh, uh, you know shoot down Craigslist but you're dealing with a lot of uh, with anybody. And uh, anytime you deal privately with an individual Uh, If you know the person, that's a different story, but when you deal with a stranger selling a used car, you need to have the title in your hand before you sign on the dotted line. And you have to have the ability to transfer that title to your name. It can't be held by a lien holder, it can't be held by the guy that sold it to you. It's got to be in your hand, it's got to be a free and clear title. So it's a huge responsibility to do that when you deal with a licensed motor. Now, here I am going to be uh, advocating car dealers. Defending the craft. When you deal with a licensed criminal, oh, I'm only kidding. Uh, When you deal with a licensed car dealer, uh, the one thing that you can be sure of, that if they commit fraud and they sell you a car and one of the most easy demonstrable uh, pr- pr- proofs of fraud is someone that sold you a used or new car and didn't give you the title for ownership. If they don't do that and they didn't have it when they sold it to you, they lose their motor vehicle retail license and they can go to jail. So you've got a licensed car dealer where you want him if he tries to take advantage of you. If it's a John Q. public guy uh, that sells you the car, then you've got a real fight on your hands. So buying a used car I'd be very careful about buying it from a private individual unless I knew that person and if you do buy it from an individual as I say have that title in your hand be sure it's free and clear that you can assign it to yourself and then you can't get taken advantage of
4: now there's a wrinkle to this I've heard from a few other people that some of my clients I take care of in my hair salon um They've told me, oh yeah, car titles are going digital now. You don't get uh, after you pay your car off, you don't get a physical title anymore. It's digital. It's in the Florida DMV system. You I don't can, know if
1: that's true or not, but that's what I've heard.
0: Um, most have switched to these electronic titles, but you can request a copy if you want to have a paper copy. Um, okay, you can get that.
1: Yeah, you should always request a that's copy, good. or at least visually see the the uh, digital copy. I mean, you got you can confirm a
3: title if. You go about it in the right way, Rick. You got a point. Yeah, when when I recently paid off my pickup, I had to actually contact them and request, and I did it online, but I requested a paper title be yeah. sent to me. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know the whole uh, title thing is probably
1: archaic. I mean, I I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about flood cars, and uh, they want to know. Oh yeah. And so cars come out of North Carolina. Uh, how do I know I'm not buying a flood car? Well, the problem is the title laws in all 50 states are different. We don't have a federal title law for automobiles. We have 50 different title laws. And among the most uh, nutty, uh, sloppy title laws are Mississippi, New Jersey. There are about five states. The worst is Mississippi, and second worst is New Jersey. And I think uh, Florida actually has a very good title law. Uh, but you can wash a title. You can you can buy a flood car, or a, a totaled car, or a stolen car, or any other kind of t- car, and you can take it and get a fresh title in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And you wonder, you know, here's the VIN on a car. It's a matter of national record. You say, how can that happen? I. I wonder how it can happen too, but it happens. Mm-hmm.
0: And Tina, one last thing: you can check to see if there is a lien recorded on a title, uh, even if you're buying it from a mm-hmm. private buyer. And there's a website that it's the worst website name in the world, but it's a Florida, <laughs> Florida Highway uh, Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles, and it is actually services dot dot gov. But if you just Google Florida Title Check, you'll find it. And you put it in the VIN, and will tell you if there's any liens recorded on that vehicle.
1: Yeah, it's uh, bureaucracy uh, in, uh, in action.
0: Not the best marketing,
1: uh, <laughs> n- no marketing <laughs> geniuses there. Exactly. So, uh, very, very good point. You, know, you, you hit on uh, the Achilles heel of the auto industry, really, is titling and verifying titling. Uh, if more people realized how easy it was to obtain a phony title, We'd probably have more of it, but all you do is go to Mississippi, wash your title, come to Florida, sell the car. Now, you can Google uh, title laws in states, probably, and find out the worst states for title laws. And then any time you see a car with a title from those states, uh, be very, very careful.
4: And bottom line, everybody that's wanting to buy a used car, call Rick. On the phone right now and hire him and have him inspect your used car. <laughs> oh, keep him you. busy him off the street. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll actually keep him busy and on the streets for a while, but you keep him out of trouble, I can guarantee.
1: There you go. I, I thank you very much. Wait, when was I in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> as always,
1: thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for the phone call. All right. Okay, folks, 877 960 9960. And before I get behind our text, we got way behind on text last week. We have two texts. Who will read the first one.
0: Uh, the first one that came, in, I think Tina already addressed, um, it's probably the same story. It was in J- jalopnik.com, reported the car dealer had to serve, <coughs> excuse me, 120 days in prison and wear an ankle bracelet uh, for failing to register the uh, vehicle. So I think we talked about that already. Uh, another text came in um, with Elon Musk's recent signs of insanity Does Earl think (laughs) that Tesla will survive? That's a great question.
1: Well, I wouldn't call it insanity. I think Elon Musk is uh, having an emotional breakdown, nervous breakdown. And he's got a lot of pressure on him. I think he's a genius, but I just don't think he's uh, uh, qualified to run a large business like Tesla. He's one of these typical entrepreneurs, a genius. We had one with Trucar named Scott Painter. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, extremely brilliant, uh, genius-level entrepreneurs are great for founding and starting a company then they have to find a business person to be able to run the company but uh, I'm afraid for Tesla to be honest with you uh, I wouldn't buy a Tesla today I've come close a couple times it's a fantastic car I just don't know about the survivability of the company so that's my answer yeah. I think we
2: no <coughs> no tweeting after midnight especially whenever <coughs> excuse me you break up with your girlfriend yeah yeah Elon Come on, you're smarter than that. Uh, We are going to go to our first new female caller from Jupiter. Her name is Vivian. Welcome to the show, Vivian. Hi, good
5: morning, and and, um, I want to thank you for the service that you provide for the public. Um, I just started listening last weekend and was very impressed. I know you were having phone problems last weekend, so I thought I would uh, try and listen in this morning when I got a chance and... um, share an experience with you that I had. Oh, great. Um, I have a 2016 Kia Sportage and um, only 39,000 miles on it. And back in May, I started experiencing a problem when I was driving and uh, speeding up, accelerating. I started hearing a pinging noise, ping, ping, ping. Mm
6: -hmm.
5: So I took it to the dealership and... Um, they were asking me what kind of gas I put in it, what kind of oil I put in it, and I'm very good about maintaining my car. So oh. I gave them all the information. Uh, the service technician said, "You'll need to leave your car, and we'll call you when it's, um, you know, when we've assessed assess what's wrong with it." They called me later on that afternoon, and they said uh, they found something, an issue with your engine. Um, you, we need to change out your engine. Hmm. Wow. So that was Florida. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. It's a 2016 Kia 39,000 miles. Are you talking an engine? An engine. An engine has to be replaced. Yes. Now, it takes about four to five months because it's on back order.
6: Oh.
5: Well, long story short, um, I waited almost exactly five months, and I was kind of kept in the loop, not only by my service technician, but also by Kia Consumer Affairs. Mm-hmm. um that had you know my case they would talk about my case whether the engine was going to be delayed any longer whatever they kept me in the loop um the engine finally came in uh it took about 10 days to get it installed and i got the, the call one day your car is ready and this is back in august i said okay i went to pick up my car um Drove off, signed all the paperwork, the invoice, drove off, no gas in my car. Oh. And I yeah. thought, well, boy, that's terrible. You know, they washed it and everything, but no gas. So I made it to the nearest gas station and filled up. And then I drove home. The next morning, I get in my car to go to work, and I start my car, and the engine doesn't start. Oh. So I'm like, I can't believe this. So uh, I'm thinking, assuming it's a bad battery, I called up uh, Kia and the technician that took care of me wasn't there that day she was off but the other gal uh, promised me that she would talk to the office man or the service manager and the service manager was on another call and that they would get back with me. Never got back with me.
6: Hmm.
5: I had to have um, somebody jump my car took it to um, a place in, uh, where I live local, got a brand new battery. I ended up calling the following morning and my service advisor was there and I said you know no one called me back. My car didn't start the following day. So she didn't know anything about it. Obviously, she was off the day before and nobody had told her. Mm -hmm. So I said, I want to be reimbursed for my battery because I'm assuming my battery was not charged over four months that it sat in your dealership lot waiting for a (coughs) backboarded engine to come in. Yes. Anyways, uh, she said, um, you know, she would have to talk to the service manager about that. And I said, somebody was already supposed to talk to the service manager about that, and they never called me back. She says, don't worry about it, Ms. Griggs. I will definitely get back with you on that. Give me about um, four or five days, but I will get back. Nobody got back with me on that. And uh-huh. about 10 days later, I called the dealership again and spoke with my service technician. And she said, oh, let me speak with her now, one moment. She got back on the line, and she goes, I'm sorry, they do not cover that. The battery is not covered under the, <laughs> oh my. the automobile warranty, so yeah. Kia will not reimburse you. Oh. So I just want you to know I am one very unhappy customer. Well, very right. disappointed over this, but I appreciate you giving me this information.
1: V- Vivian. Uh, we, I ended up
5: calling Kia Consumer Affairs mm-hmm. and reported the complaint, and the gentleman said, um, go to Kia.com. Uh, go to contact, and you'll see where you can file a complaint. You can also attach invoices, whatever, mm-hmm. to submit. And I did that. Um, it, the notification that I got after submitting that information was, give us 24 hours and you will hear back. So I did get a call the following day, and it was a gentleman calling from consumer, Kia Consumer Affairs, and he said, I apologize, but Kia does not cover um, that battery, under you know, the warranty, the warranty. The, the, manufacturer's warranty. Mm -hmm. I said, I need to talk to your manager. I I need to go, I need need to talk to the manager because this was out of my control. Obviously it was the battery and they did not keep my battery charged and charged it periodically or whatever. Uh, Needless to say, they called the manager and another person called me back a couple of days later and said, we will reimburse you for the battery.
1: Huh. Yeah. It's, so that.
5: what an experience.
1: Yeah. Now, Vivian, would you mention the name of the dealership? You don't have to if you don't want to, but I think uh,
5: Napleton Kia. Kia Napleton. Napleton North Kia. Lake Boulevard.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I think um, you know, your your experience is so typical of the poor service that so many car dealerships we focus too much on buying and leasing cars, but this type of thing goes on. Most car dealers focus mainly on just selling cars uh they don't realize how important um the maintenance and repair of the car is and this sort of thing is not unusual you did all the right things Um, it's it's terribly um sad to think that you went through all this and you you know why should you have to spend the time just to get the battery replaced not to mention the fact the engine had to be replaced but uh What you've done now is you've told a whole lot of people out there that Napleton Kia is not the Kia dealership you want to buy your Kia from. Uh, You should try another Kia dealership. And uh, we're talking to 20,000-plus people on the radio right now. Uh, I might suggest a couple more things uh, for you if you feel like investing any more time in this fiasco that they put you through. Uh, Have you uh, put a Google review down on their their page, the Napleton Kia Google page? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do a Google Hello? review. Do a Google review. Uh, Better Business Bureau. Uh, you need to call the, file a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. And uh, the other one, of course, is Yelp. You know, online reviews are very important to car dealers today. And uh, you need to alert other folks that can avoid Napleton Kia uh, by... Um, reading your experience, and it's terrible what you went through, absolutely terrible. And if I was selling a car that was catching on fire, like these Kias are, yeah. mm-hmm. I'd want to get extremely good service to prove that there was something different about me. Uh, Stu has a point.
0: We only have one Kia dealer on our recommended list, out of 100 or so. Uh, that's Gunther Kia.
1: Gunther Kia yeah. in Delray. Okay. That's right. So, uh, you folks about thinking about buying a car from Naples and Kia, don't. Go to Gunther Kia and Delray, and they have a good rating. Nancy has a point. Uh,
2: Vivian, I have to take a moment in congratulating you for uh, your standing your ground. Uh, there isn't a, a lot of consumers out there that would do just that. And you must be very proud of yourself, uh, even though it was an ordeal for you to go through. And uh, again, congratulations. And, and I want to tell you, you know, you can really hit them where it hurts whenever you start, you know, placing, you know, uh, a review on Yelp or uh, go to the Better Business Bureau or Google. I'll tell you, you know, it that internet is so powerful, and you Facebook can reach. Page. Pardon me.
0: Get their Facebook page too.
2: Oh, the Stu. Did you hear Stu? Hit the Facebook page I too. I did. And I
5: definitely will do that. Yes. Yeah, yeah and
2: I'll tell you, you can really hit them where it hurts because what happened to you was so unfair, very unfair. And again, congratulations. Also, congratulations. Uh, you just won yourself fifty dollars for being a first Thank you. female caller
5: thank you so much and i really appreciate the service that you do and and the platform that you have for others to reach out and share their experiences with thank you so much
2: thank you stay on the line and give out that telephone number where i can reach you thank you thanks vivian have a great day keep listening 877960 9960, or you could text us. We've been getting a whole lot of text at 772-497-6530. And we're going to go to uh, another... Do we have a text? We, did. we,
0: get, we can get John. John on? Oh,
2: yeah. Okay, John's one of our regular callers from Palm City. Good morning, John.
7: Good morning to everyone. Good morning. It's ironic that the text mentioned Tesla. Here is my prediction. Tesla will be totally and completely out of business Unless one of the big companies, like when Fiat bought Chrysler. And let me give you, there's many reasons why. (laughs) But the big reason is yesterday, the SEC, which has been investigating him on this going private deal that he did last month, and plus other items, issued a subpoena. Now, uh, the stock has been dropping unbelievably since August the 7th. It's the market cap of the stock, is down by 22 billion. Okay? In one day, last uh, this month, he appeared at a video, a broadcast by Joe Rogan's show. He was smoking weed. Yes. He was incoherent.
1: Drinking a whiskey. Too. He said that, he said that
7: robots take o- will take over the world, and that video went ri- vile. Now, in one day alone, the stock dropped like 3.2 billion alone. He's just acting very... He has to take, by the way, he admitted Ambien to fall asleep. So this doesn't really look like a well-qualified man to be head and CEO of his company. By the way, SEC is going after him, and they're going to issue that he will not be allowed to be a CEO or any board of directors of any corporation. Mm -hmm. They're really going for the throat, and they have many reasons why. There's other problems... For six months, people's $1,000 deposits on the $35,000 model was being held so that they can concentrate on the more expensive $78,000 version of Model 3. And it it doesn't look very good for financially and for the future of this company. It's
1: probably a good time for him to go to Mars, don't you think?
7: (laughs) Well, let me tell you something. It gets worse. In California, and Consumer's Report, early this year, made the Chevy Volt, okay, a number one um, rating of green cars, if you remember that article. Oh, yeah. Now, Mercedes is going after them hot and heavy. Mercedes has it available in 2022 a fully electric luxury SUV. It's called EQC. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the t- total mileage that the Tesla has, just a little under that. But um, it will be a winner. Mm-hmm. And not only Toyota, BMW, and uh, other companies, Volvo will also be coming out competition-wise. And, of course, a Nissan and Toyota. Toyota, which be very proud of toyota is going crazy they, they just spent 2.8 billion in investing in new automated driving mm-hmm. uh they're going to uh, employ a thousand people no. so the, i mean I'm, i i don't have stocks but if i think if i had that stock i would dump that real fast and the idea that he he came out last month with a uh, without a paperwork involved that he's going to take the stock and go private is illegal because yeah. no paperwork was submitted to the SEC and no reason or background that he could handle it, which he probably no way could. So there's a big problem, big road blockage ahead for the Tesla motor car company.
1: Well, that's one, one of the best things about Twitter. It allows nuts to say whatever they want to say, and then they expose their true feelings and then you're you have a, a situation he's uh he uh people get up at two o'clock in the morning or they're drunk or they're smoking weed and they speak their innermost thoughts and they tweet them out to a few hundred thousand people and uh i think i still stand by the fact that that uh, elon musk is one of the smartest men in the world but he's also uh emotionally got some serious problems and and uh, it's just a shame I I hate to see it happen. Tesla did this. You talk about Mercedes and Porsche and Volkswagen and Toyota and all the other manufacturers, not to mention uh, Waymo and uh, the other manufacturers that are going to be building these cars. Tesla really got them, you know, interested. I mean, Tesla started out when electric cars were a joke, and he went pretty far before he crashed and burned, so sorry to see him crash and burn, but I agree with you, John. You don't want to buy any Tesla stock.
7: I'll agree with you also about him being a very smart man, but again, go back to 1948 and look what Preston Tucker had to him with the Tucker Motor Car Company. Good point. So history can repeat itself very easily. Exactly.
2: Hey, hey John, do you think think Elon's uh, brother is uh, ready to take over him and his hat?
7: Uh, I couldn't really say that, because (laughs) the knowledge that he has is great. The car that he has is fantastic. Earl said himself he drove one, and it takes a brain like he has, you know, with engineering-wise, to really continue and take over the company. But SEC is going to make sure that he's going to be out of the picture. So what will happen after that? It may be a prediction I would make that one of the big corporations, foreign companies, We'll take them over. That's what I think.
2: Yeah, and to be continued. And in the history,
7: the biggest uh, example we have is uh, Fiat. Chrysler would be underwater if Fiat didn't take them over.
2: Absolutely, John. Thanks so much for the call. We always appreciate hearing from you.
7: You guys have a good morning. Thank Uh, you very much.
2: Thank you. Uh, Stay tuned for that mystery shopping report at uh, just about uh, between 915 and 930. And don't forget, you can give us a call at 877-960-9960 with your uh, comments, with your questions, anything at all. Or you can text us at uh, 772-497-6530. I see we're backed up a bit with our texts, so we're going to go over to Stu.
0: That's right. We have a text from Don and LaBelle, one of our longtime callers and texters. Uh, he points out that the easiest and safest way to avoid problems in buying or selling a used car is to go to the courthouse or a title transfer agency and do the transaction there.
6: Hmm,
1: great That's a safe great advice, Don. Thanks, Don. You're Thanks, not, only, you're not only one of our longest uh, texters, callers. You're one of the smartest, and I love to hear from smart guys like you. Thank you very much. Courthouse mm-hmm. uh, to the title check when you're buying a car. Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: right. Because it's impossible to remember that website that I just uh, named. Exactly. But I will put it on erlangcars.com. So yeah, I,
1: that is important. And and <coughs> thanks again to Tina for pointing out that that is truly a, a loophole. You know, something has to be done. They need to standardize title laws. It needs to be federally standardized, and there needs to be an <coughs> easily, uh, there a simple way to verify title on a car. Because right now it is a real uh, nest. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, uh, imp- almost. Uh, y- y- you have to check where a car was titled to find out if it's got a good title. And even then, if it's got a good title, it might not be a legitimate title. So, uh, great advice. We've got some more text.
0: That's right. Uh, we have one from an anonymous texter. Uh, question is: What happened to the promise of hydrogen-powered cars? Zero emissions and faster Phillips versus slow charging batteries sounded so appealing. Have the manufacturers shelved the idea? Well, I, I can tell you that, I looked this up, I Googled, I didn't know this, <laughs> about 6,500 have been sold worldwide mm-hmm. since their inception. That's not a whole lot. Yeah. And Toyota sold about half of those with their Mirai in California.
1: Yeah. Toyota uh, usually does uh, the right thing. They, they just kind of drop the the ball on the hydrogen
3: cell uh, fuel cell. Uh, Rick, you got a point? Uh, one of the big things that they've had for the issues with hydrogen is the lack of infrastructure. Yeah. Electricity is available worldwide, uh, pretty much everywhere, and you can always find a way to charge a car somewhere versus finding a place to refill with hydrogen, incredibly limited, extremely limited. And the other big thing that we found is that the hydrogen that was supposed to help us get away from fossil fuels or at least reduce the use of fossil fuels and the impact of them, was being obtained from hydrocarbons, the fossil fuels themselves. Yeah. So we would still have that major reliance on fossil fuels. And our other big issue is, what are we doing with the leftover rem- the remnants mm-hmm. and the carbon footprint created by the creation of that hydrogen, sure. having to split it away from those hydrocarbons? Sure. So uh, I guess we answer that, yeah. and we have another text.
0: Well one more. This is from our live Facebook uh, feed, and it's from Joe, and it's a follow-up to something we talked about last week. He says, good morning. Just following up on the question last week, with, with uh, which Rick was going to research regarding the headlights when set in auto going on automatically when the wipers are in use. Thanks. And also, he says, by the way, Kathy, who asked the question about her new Toyota Highlander, had a baby girl this week. Congratulations,
2: Hi, Kathy. Congratulations.
3: Congratulations, Kathy. <laughs> okay. Um, I basically went to the owner's manual on the 19 Highlander and compared it with the 19 Avalon. The 19 Avalon, I was able to find in the owner's manual, has the feature that when you turn the wipers on or the wipers are in auto mode, it will automatically turn on the headlights when rain is detected. However, the, uh, the Highlander does not have this feature listed in the owner's manual. Oh. Therefore, I do not think that feature is available on that vehicle strange that's uh, a drop on toyota's part because it's a simple programming thing that if you have automatic wipers you should be able to link it right to the headlights to turn it on just with a simple bit of well, programming let's, let's check it out on the yeah. Highlander to be sure they just said no minute yeah. from the owner well
0: I, I mean to rick's point this has a, been a frustrating thing for me i can only address toyota's but y- you get different cars and there's different options and equipment for the same trim level so you have a limited camry versus a limited highlander uh, but you never know what you're going to get. It's right. It's kind, of, kind of
3: a mishmash. Yeah. it's You're you're opening up a can and digging through that treasure chest to see what's there on yours. And your neighbor may have almost the identical vehicle, They're one small fight. change in trim level, and his vehicle is completely different. Yeah.
1: Okay. Give us a call. 877-960-9960. Don't have any calls yet. I think we scared off a lot of people last week when the whole phone system went down. <laughs> yeah. so, so I don't know how we tell you that the phone system is up, or if you believe us, but it is up. Working just fine. 877-960-9960 in a text. We are up, uh, gone through the backlog, so we can take text now. And that's We're ready for you. 772-497-6530. 772 497 Six five three zero.
2: Oh. I I heard from so many of our callers last Saturday that took advantage of the uh, texting part of our show, and uh, losing uh, the uh, phones, uh, it didn't move them at all. They oh. were they were quite satisfied that you were able to get back to all their texts. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have some breaking news that I want to announce uh, about Consumer Report. Guess what? Starting October the sixth. Consumer Report will have their own show on Saturday mornings, cool. and uh, Jack Rico, uh, who was uh, raised uh, in Queens, New York, is the uh, frequent a uh, frequent contributor of NBC Today Show. Uh, well, they put him in charge, and uh, he is going to be alive and alive and well, and informing you about. Anything and everything. And it's Consumer 101, so stay tuned. October 6th, Saturday morning. Check your local listings so that you can tune in. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Now back to the recovering car dealer. I
1: just ran across a little scrap of paper right Threw in my uh, briefcase when I came to the studio this morning. I'll hold it up to the camera. Uh, just ki- keep you current on phony Monronies and uh, addendum labels, and you know they come, they go by various names. But car dealers, for for those of you that have been on Mars they have a extra sticker that they put on their windows and it boosts the sticker price. You know the sticker price is always real real high, but that's not high enough. So they have something called addendum label. And I'll hold this up, this is a Grico Mazda addendum label and uh, they've got about eleven hundred dollars worth of garbage on here and when you get the buyer's order written up when they're selling the car, instead of using the MSRP, they tack on an extra eleven, twelve hundred dollars, and they show a total of this particular Mazda 3, uh, 2018 Mazda 3, of twenty four thousand four hundred and forty dollars, but you can look at all the nonsense they have on there, which is basically worthless uh, additions that cost them nothing. I'll read the list, uh, reinstall protection package. Hmm. Reinstall. haven't heard of that one. Uh, $495. Then they have the Crystal Fusion Glass Protection. I haven't heard of that one. That sounds up. like a song. Cri- crystal. No, that's f- Crystal Blue Persuasion.
0: That's right. What I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. It's the oldies channel. I'm sorry.
1: That's also $495. They have all weather floor mats for 189 and a window tent for 116 That's about $1,100 worth of worthless accessories that you have no choice. And when they advertise their cars, they forget to put that in the advertised price. So when you go in to buy it, not only do they hit you with a dealer fee, but they hit you with <coughs> this worthless dealer installed options that you have no choice about because it's already installed on the car. So, uh, love to hear from you. 877 960 9960 or the text number is
3: 772 497 6530 Rick. I saw one of those phony Monroni years ago and this was back before everyone started doing the first couple years of service for free. And the sticker added in their first, third, and seventh oil changes free, only if you did all the others in between at that dealership. And it I looked at that and I thought, well now isn't that genius? Because in order to get those three free oil changes, you have to keep coming back to that dealership, so they can tack you up and say, "Hey, yeah, oh, it's yeah. time for tires, it's time for brakes, it's time for filters." Yeah. They it, they've created a captive audience yeah. and locked a chain on you. By giving you three oil changes. I never said car dealerships aren't smart. They
1: they, they are smart in a very devious way. And usually there's not a week goes by that I don't find a new trick. And I hadn't heard that trick. I think we have, do we have another caller, Nancy?
2: We do. We have a caller, and he's from Palm Beach Gardens. Welcome to the show, Rod.
8: Yes, good morning, all. Good, good morning, Earl. I've known you for quite a few years. And I'm also on your Facebook. Great. Um your your, um, your situation of of uh, of, of this with uh, with Elon Musk, I believe his name is. Yes. It, to me, to me, when you get somebody who's like that and, and uh, getting out in left field, uh, they they call them what they call uh, eccentric, don't they?
1: What is that again?
8: They they call a person like Elon uh, an eccentric. Oh, well, eccentric! Absolutely, yeah. Of yeah, I say a double like eccentric.
1: That. He's really he's really eccentric squared. You're right.
8: Well, um, it's unfortunate, but uh, you know, time will tell. And with a lot of things out there, this whole week's been uh, been snafu, and you know, we'll still be the same people. I don't know. A month from now, that we pretty much were were before, but right now it's uh, it, it's uh, you know a little little scarring from everybody.
1: Yeah, he's uh, not, he, May
8: we all heal? May we all get better here yeah. shortly? Appreciate the, uh, the channel that you've got going there, and appreciate uh, you know a lot of lot of things you do, and the, what the callers called in. I've been listening for quite a while.
1: Well, thank and, you,
8: And I uh, Really appreciate it. All well, right
1: appreciate your call. Thanks so much, Rod. I I feel like you do about Elon Musk. I feel sorry for the guy. He's, uh, He's got a lot of talent, and he's under a huge amount of pressure, and who knows what you or I would do under the amount of pressure he's under. So, I wish him the best, and I wish Tesla the best. I just don't think the history of the company has much uh, uh, time. I think they're just about ready to go down, but Elon Musk is a An amazingly smart man. Rod, thanks for the call. Please call again, will you?
2: All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Keep listening, Rod. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Elon is such an intelligent person. But even intelligent people make, well... Stupid mistakes, and I think that there wasn't a payoff in that interview of him smoking marijuana and drinking whiskey and sharing it with the public. That was really a silly move on his part. Uh, Back to the recovering car dealer. Yeah,
1: I'd like to share a little. um, I get calls uh, every day, and we get calls from people from the blog column, from the radio show, and um, newspaper columns we do. Uh, speaking engagements and and uh, w- one of the most one of the saddest things I hear is the exploitation of the elderly and I'm not going to ne- mention any names now but uh, a woman called me uh, the other day I'll say she's in the Martin County area and she's dealing with a car dealership uh, her husband sadly has dementia and uh, not to the stage where he can't drive or or, or function but dimension a very very uh, sad thing as goes in stages different types and uh, his uh, he has an inability to say no uh, he's uh, very 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 passive and she tries to give him as much freedom as uh, she can and one of the things that he does is take his car to get service get the oil changed and at one, this one dealership uh, he went in for an oil change, and came out with a bill of nearly a thousand dollars, and uh, uh, doesn't understand what happened. And of course, he's embarrassed, and, and she's outraged. And uh, we're working with her. Uh, we're talking to the service manager and the uh, even the parts manager of this dealership. Uh, I'll be calling the owner of the dealership. Uh, she's uh, talked to try to stop the charge on her. Uh, Charge card, and it was too late. It went through, uh, but uh, I, the moral to the story is uh, just you have to be very careful in service departments. If you have a loved one that uh, uh, has a dementia uh, or any sort of problem like that, you have to be accompanying them if you possibly can. And I know how difficult that can be too, because. I can remember <coughs> when my father should have stopped driving. I didn't have the courage to tell him uh, not to drive. Me neither. Yeah, and uh, Stu feels the same way about me. <laughs> He's afraid to tell me, but but we digress. <laughs> Runs in the family. So that's the way life is. You just you just have to deal with it and. And uh, now a man has been taken advantage of legally. Uh, they dotted their I's and they cro- crossed their T's. You can call the County Office of Consumer Affairs. You can call the Attorney General's office. You can call the manufacturer. And they'll tell you legally, there's nothing we can do. But it's just sad. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's sad because a lot of car dealers operate that way. If they can get by with it legally, they'll do it. Uh, if it's ethical or moral, they don't care. And that's the way life is. They hire people. And when you go to a car dealership, remember this. Everybody's on commission. Uh, Rick Kearney's on commission. I am. But he happens to be an honorable man. And uh, he doesn't take advantage of our customers. Uh, car sales people are on commission in most dealerships. Uh, the service advisors or the assistant service managers, the guy you see when you drive into the service or drive, they're all on commission. So, if they're legal, they can't go to jail. They will sell you anything they can, whether you need it or not. There's no law that says that they can't sell you a new set of tires, even though you came in with a new set of tires. Mm-hmm. You can have your oil change yesterday, and they can sell you another oil change. That's
3: perfectly legal. Yeah,
1: they can sell you a new transmission.
3: We could sell you every headlight or every light bulb on the car, yeah. saying. These bulbs are all three years old. They could yeah. go out at any time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, for you folks out there dealing in these
1: conditions, uh, do a little bit of homework. Check the Google ratings, the Yelp ratings. Uh, check the Better Business Bureau rating, County Office of Consumer Affairs. Uh, check with your friends. Mm-hmm. Get some references. I mean, you're going into a den of iniquity. You know, when when,
0: you're like, in you know remember the cartoon Tom and Jerry? when Tom gets really hungry and he looks at Jerry and Jerry turns into a pork Mm chop. You're the pork chop.
1: Yeah, you're the pork chop. Don't uh, be afraid to get a second opinion. Yeah, Uh, well, for the expensive repair. But when you have a person that's mentally incapacitated that goes in for an oil change and you sell them $1,000 worth of service, that is unconscionable, and it is so sad.
3: It's it's a moral crime.
1: I get one of those phone calls at least once a week, usually more often I get emails yeah. I get, and I don't know what to do about it I even had a direct dealing with the dealer of one of these and he said to me uh, was the customer declared incompetent by the court <laughs> and I said no actually this particular customer was declared incompetent a week after this occurred uh, but it was too late so it's legality, it's not morals or ethics and that's the reason car dealers are at the bottom of the galp and honesty and ethics. Absolutely. They have no ethics. Yeah. Most of them. A few of them do, but most of them do not. 877-960-9960 and 772-497-6530. We do have two texts.
0: Well, the first one is just a, a picture somebody sent in from Greenville, South Carolina. I'll put it in front of the camera. It's a an addendum sticker. You must have spurred that thought for them. An Addendum sticker, adding another $2,595 to a Kia.
1: Wow. And that's wow. the
0: additional dealer markup. And there are some itemized things that make that up, but it's a little too blurry. I do see mud guards. I see nitrogen. So, mm. for $3,000. I'm sorry. $2,500. Do
3: we have the name of the dealership?
0: It is. It is Kia of Greenville. Kia of Greenville. Greenville, South Carolina. Goodness. And did
3: I just see a bottom line price on a Kia? $57,179.
0: It's for a Stinger, which is the sports car. Which oh, is
3: okay, yep. A kinda, what yep. is it? A,
0: a, I
1: don't even know what a Stinger is. but. And we had Vivian call in about a Kia problem. Here's a little interesting perspective on Kia. You wonder, we seem to think, we seem to see uh, Kia dealerships at the bottom of the barrel, of the bottom of the bottom of the barrel, because most car dealers will give you problems. Kia dealerships in particular seem to have a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. We have one Kia dealership on a recommended list, and that's Gunther yep. in Delray. Most Kia dealerships have a lot of problems, and partly because when Kia first came here from Korea, uh, what 20 years ago, something like that. Something mm-hmm. like that. It was very difficult to find dealers. Uh, Kia, the Korean car, didn't have much of a reputation. The quality wasn't very good back then. The quality's way up today, but at that time, so they had to kind of go around and beg for people to sign up. So they had the dregs out there, of the car dealers, and they signed up franchises. Once you sign up a a car dealer, the way the state franchise laws work, you're in for life. And then your kids are probably in for life after that, because it's almost impossible to get out of a car dealer. So the, the base Kia population, Kia dealer population, is pretty corrupt. Mm. and that 's the reason you see so much of this, but two thousand five hundred and ninety five dollars West Palm Beach Kia, by the way, holds a record for addendums when we shopped them a few years back, they had a addendum label of over ten thousand dollars ten thousand dollar addendum label west palm beach Kia it 's much less than that now we haven 't wow. shopped them uh, recently. I believe we have another text, don 't we Stu
0: Yes, we have another text uh. Don't the Takata recalls in Florida pose a more severe danger due to the heat and humidity? What is, what is, um, there must be a type of, why isn't there a more serious effort down here in the danger zone? Great question.
1: Great question. They uh, they talk about it. The manufacturers, I understand, are targeting the sun-built states with a high heat heat and humidity in terms of sending the uh, inflators the part that is defective of the Takata airbags, they're directing those in the high-demand states. And Florida is number one, by the way. There are more deaths, injuries, and Takata airbag, defective bags in the state of Florida than any other state. So um, it is a problem. I suppose in Minneapolis, you don't have nearly as many as you do in a lot of other areas. So it is a temperature-humidity thing. Uh, just a little hint. I'm not going to tell you the name of the car dealership we shopped But I will tell you it didn't involve the Takata airbag and it did, it did involve an older car And older cars when you get up there five six years old seven eight years old It is really serious that car is a time bomb and it's ticket down to the explosive level you buy an older car And sadly, the people that buy the older cars are not listening to me now. But the people that buy the older cars, typically because they can't afford a newer car, uh, they're the ones that are being taken advantage of. And there are millions of people like that driving cars with defective Takata airbags that are near the point of blowing up.
2: Amazing. Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. I have a text from Bloomington, Indiana, Mm. and it is uh, from Margaret. Margaret went out to purchase a vehicle, and she went to three or four different dealerships, and as her anxiety rose, uh, she decided to go home and get on her computer. Mm -hmm. So uh, Elizabeth went to uh, buy her car online. She said that the uh, negotiating was fun, and she said that uh, after after soliciting all these local dealerships, uh, sh- she just couldn't do it any other way. She was a little fearful that she might pay more. She wasn't privy to the information that we have given out every week that you pay less for a car when going to the internet. Mm. So, uh, at any rate, uh, she su- Margaret says that she solicited quotes from six different local dealerships via Edmunds.com and KKK, or excuse me, KKB.com. That's Kelly. You don't want to go to KKK. No, KKK I don't want to do, do that. <laughs> Kelly. Or KKB. <laughs> KBB. K. Uh, there's a, a, a mistype here. K- KellyBlueBook.com. That's BB. Although the Ku Klux uh,
1: Klan may sell cars. I don't
2: know. Oh, uh, who knows? Okay, now listen up now. This is very serious. Uh, she didn't get an invitation to bring in her husband. There was no pressure while haggling. N- she said she wasn't in that dominated all-male environment. And that stomach-churning feeling when after you test drive and the salesman asks, What would it take for you to buy your car today and start scratching out those numbers on a pad? By buying on the internet, it eliminates landmines and haggling. Margaret, congratulations on purchasing your Mazda. I think you said it was a Black Mazda five. So a great way to purchase a vehicle and there are more and more women that are doing it this way. Exactly. The internet is a powerful place. Exactly.
1: I mean think about it. When you're online you can be anonymous. You can use a phony email address. I strongly encourage that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to give them the number, your telephone number. If they insist you can put in a phony number. And you can be totally anonymous if they get one shot at you. Whereas if you walk in the door then they got the games, you know. To Charlie turns you over to Sam, Sam turns you over to Bill, and you go through the ringer, and it's just uh, three hours later, they throw your body out in the street, yes. and you <laughs> wish you had never gone in the cardio. What's car- left of it? Car you get online, you can sit there in your pajamas, you're going to have a cup of coffee with you, and you're going to have some fun. <clears throat> they can't come back at you. They got one shot. You can say online, this is your last chance. Give me your best out-the-door price, including all your fees, out-the-door, this is your last chance and they have to give it to you it's amazing what you can do when you shop online do we have another text to we
0: do uh... texture says i believe car buyers have a three-day right of rescission in florida so if you think you got taken advantage of they have to take the car back if you're in the three-day period no that is not correct that is not correct
1: No, it's a three-day right of rescission is only on for a uh, if they come to your home. In other words, it's, if you buy anything in the place of business, there is no three-day of rescission. But if someone comes to your front door, and back in the day I used to say to sell you encyclopedias, we don't have encyclopedias. It's all online. Or now. vacuum cleaners. We have Google. Yeah. <coughs> we don't sell vacuum cleaners. But if someone sells you something at your home, you do have three days. Correct. Uh, but to buy a car, you buy it in the dealership. No deal.
0: Exactly. They don't have to take it back for any reason. Yeah. Car, a
1: car salesman may have started that rumor. Right. I mean, I, they'll say anything. <laughs> and I say, well, I'm worried about this. Don't worry. you got three days' right yeah. of rescission. No, you don't. Okay. It's a good text, very valuable text. Urbid, urban a, lot myth. Of, a lot of people believe that.
0: Okay. We're you, caught up
2: text number we love hearing from you by text and don't forget that <coughs> excuse me that uh, you can uh, text us with your grade on our mystery shopping report uh, which will be coming up in about i would say about 20 25 minutes uh, we got a lot of response last week uh, and uh, we want you to be part of that mystery shopping report 877-960-9960 Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And don't forget about Consumer Report. They've got a new show coming up October the 6th on Saturday morning, and you're really going to enjoy that. What
0: time is that show on? Hmm? Does it conflict with our show?
2: <coughs> you have to check your local,
0: <laughs> local listings.
2: <laughs> 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 I suggest you
0: DVR the Consumer Reports uh, you just and then watch it after Earl on Cars. You just
2: took the words right out of my yeah. mouth. That, that's what I suggested <laughs> to your dad the other day, that we should record that. So remember what Stu said. Record it, set that DVR, and uh, tune into Earl Stewart on Cars from 8 until 10 o'clock and be part of our show. We appreciate all of you. You're all very, very important to the show. Now back to the recovering car dealer.
1: And back to our text. We have yeah. another text. They
0: are flowing in. Uh, a texter says, Good morning. When you sell a car and the title is signed and handed off to a new owner, does the liability pass at that time or when the title is transferred into the new owner's name at the tag office? If the new owner does not apply for a new title, the car will forever remain in the previous owner's name. How do you protect yourself? Thanks.
1: Well, I, I th- you, you, you pretty well described it. You have to have that title, and you have to have it signed over to you, and you transfer it into your name. Uh, I I hear horror stories about people buying cars, and uh, suddenly uh, they realize that the title is not in their name, and this whole time that they've been driving that car, the liability was with them because the previous owner is the owner of record so we talked about that earlier in the show and uh, Don from LaBelle came up with a a really cool idea is to just go to the uh, courthouse and verify Mm -hmm. the transfer of title anytime you buy a car Uh, car titles are electronic we talked about that too Uh, Rick recently uh, sold his truck and he used uh, online. Well, I didn't
3: sell it. I, I paid it off. Paid
1: it off, and he verified yep. the fact <clears throat> that it was in his name because he did pay it off. Was no longer with a lien on it, and he verified that online. So you got to do it. Uh, you have to see it, and you, with your eyes, because the title laws are so loosey goosey, depending on the state that you buy the car in, that you have to see it to believe it. And uh and then you can be nervous about it, yeah so it's def- a, definitely something needs to be shored up by the federal government. We need a federal title law, but I like the idea of the courthouse we i can't
2: I can't imagine Rick selling his truck. it's he, mm. he is so emotionally attached to this truck it's incredible, and a lot of a but lot of consumers feel that way.
3: It's only five years old I, I i can't get I can't get rid of a vehicle until it's a voting age.
2: When when my vehicles hit
3: voting age, then I can consider letting them go into the world.
2: You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Until then, it's my child. (laughs) That is from our computer scientist who's sitting right here in the studio. Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Speaking of Texas, Stu is ready to
0: go. They're piling up. They're flowing in. Okay, first question. Now that we have 100,000-mile coolant and transaxle fluid, does Rick think we'll ever have 100,000-mile motor oil? As a follow-up, how badly would this affect service departments?
3: Mm, That one I think is going to be a lot tougher because motor oil has to be put to such a a greater abuse than any other fluid in the vehicle. Um, I think there is a possibility... That we will see an increased lifespan for motor oil by having better filtration and maybe some way of helping clean the oil more before it goes, you know, as it's ro- worked in the engine. But I truly think that we're going to see internal combustion engines go away right, before be the... we will see anything close to a, I'll say, a twenty-five or thirty thousand mile oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, don't need the, en- the you don't need the before water. then.
0: Maybe a little WD 40.
3: Yeah. 40. Yeah. <laughs> it, it'd be like saying <coughs> back in the 1800s, wow, do you think we're going to have a permanent horseshoe? Well, it reached a point where, you know, they never really needed it. Right. <laughs> That's good. good analogy. Uh, another text,
0: this is just a follow up on what we were talking about about the title transfer on private sales. This is from our texter in South Carolina who also suggests um, going to the courthouse or the DMV with the buyer to make sure the title is transferred yeah. correctly. And then we also have a commenter on our live Facebook feed. Uh, It says there's a tactic the dealers are teaching. Um, It's a clever sales tool. They say bring the car back to exchange it if you don't like it or if your dog doesn't like it. For any reason at all, just bring it back. The operative word here is exchange. Not return, and that's a that's a very good point. Make sure it's a return policy, not an exchange policy.
1: yeah, exchange means that you have to take another car that they have on the lot at the price they have on the lot. so uh, when you have the right to exchange your car, you have no rights at all. They got you. They captured you. You're going to buy a car from them If the price. As a matter of fact, they may prefer that you exchange your car because they can exchange it to a car mm-hmm. that has a higher profit markup. So remember, they didn't say you could negotiate the price on the exchange. They said they will exchange it for another car of the same price, except they set the price of the car that you're exchanging. So that means absolutely nothing. And I think we
9: have a voice caller.
2: Yes, we do. We have a caller from Lake Worth. Uh, good morning, Dennis.
9: Good morning, everyone. I have a little, I know you guys talk about Consumer Reports all the time, and I, I love it as much as you guys do. And I don't know a lot of people I don't think may not know that if you live in Palm Beach County and have a library card, you can go online and access the Consumer Reports online, and their car reviews are much more in-depth. They had videos. They, they have a lot of information on their online website that you can edit for, get to for free as long as you have a library card.
1: I did not know that. Uh, so it's like a membership. Uh, consumer reports, online membership with a library card. That is fantastic.
9: Yeah, if the library has it and you put in your number and you get on there for free, yeah, I just... I, I don't know. They sent me. I got my nearly yesterday, and they, I think they want like fifty dollars a year to go online if you subscribe to Consumer Report, and you can get it for free through the library. So
1: that is cool. Is that now? That's a Lake Worth Public Library. I wonder. Well, if Well, no,
9: the Palm Beach County. Palm if, Beach if County Library. Have a Palm Beach County Library card. Uh-huh. You go to the Palm Beach County Library website, and it'll. It has a thing about online research, and you click on that, and mm-hmm. it'll ask you for your, your library card and Consumer Reports is right there on the page and you click on it and you can a- access all their information. Everything they, they review is, is on that uh, site.
1: Dennis, that is great information. That's the reason I love callers because we learn uh, more from the callers, I think, than we learn. they learn from us. Very valuable information. You know, we talk about consumer reports. I think it drives people crazy, but uh, it's so so hard to find a source that's unbiased out there. A lot of these supposedly authorities that are recommending things, even Kelly Blue Book, even Edmonds, even uh, J.D. Power, a lot of these respectable names out there still have a, a, a dog in the race with the automotive manufacturers and sometimes even the car dealers. Uh, Kelly Blue Book and Edmunds makes a lot of money uh, dealing with car dealers, and uh, we buy our we buy merchandise from Kelly Blue Book and from Edmunds, and uh, so how can they be totally unbiased? Consumer Reports is squeaky clean. They they do not take a nickel in advertising or any other way all their money from donations they've been around a long time and they're not afraid to attack the giants they go after the insurance industry the automotive manufacturers and i got a lot of respect for them, So. <clears throat> You, for the price of a library card, you get an online subscription. And by the way, yeah, Dennis... the library card's free, so yeah, every, yeah. <laughs> it's,
9: all, it's all free. So I didn't yeah, even need it's that all deal. free.
1: I didn't even know that. Yeah. I thought there was a charge. Wow.
9: Now you get your library card, you just go sign up. As long as you have your driver's license and prove you live in Palm Beach County, you can go to every any Palm Beach County library card and uh, or library and get yourself a library card.
6: Amazing.
1: That will be driving people crazy, not just about consumer reports, but what you told us about library cards. So we're going to be <laughs> <Yeah. talking about laughs>
2: Absolutely, right. Thank you so much for it's that all imp- good. <laughs> information. Thanks. Uh, I'm sure that you saw the 2018 auto issue of Consumer Report. Uh, it, that's an, that's an amazing uh, subscription. Did you see that?
9: Yes, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, I get that. But yeah, the best like and say, worst. Things, one and thing, like I say, is a big thing, especially on the most popular cars. They they post videos of the test drives they do, and I mean the in depth information is so much more than what you get out of the, the printed, you yes. know, uh, the printed reports, copy. Uh, oh. and it's just uh, unbelievable I, I how much is. more information is there.
2: Yeah, uh, that uh, show that they're they're going to be doing on they started Consumer Reports starts on October the sixth. You know, they go, they'll go live on. Uh, CBS, I think it is. Uh, I- is that amazing?
9: Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see how that is. That should yeah, uh, that'll be, be a great informative uh, show, I would think.
2: Yes, absolutely. Rod, thanks so much for the call. Keep listening. Okay.
9: All right. Thank you.
2: Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Have a great day. 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 and remember, we would like to hear from you. Text us and rate our mystery shopping report that is coming up right now? Yep. Okay, we're at nine nineteen, so we're going to go to that mystery shopping report. Now back to the recovering car dealer.
1: We're caught up on text, aren't we, Stu? We're all caught up. Okay. Mystery shop, I can announce the name now. All you car dealers out there, gather around the radio or the uh, <laughs> iPhone or whatever you're doing. <laughs> Here it is. Mystery shop of Lou Bakrod chevrolet and coconut creek now bachrod that's b-a-c-h-r-o-d-t old dealer been there for a long time uh i I know lou going back 40 years and uh uh, i don't know if he's still active but this is lou bachrod chevrolet coconut creek is just this side of fort lauderdale little town uh kind of a evil little town out there
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a lovely town it's right off the Sawgrass Expressway, well, lots said, of shopping.
1: It seems to have
0: very evil car dealers. You are thinking of somebody, uh, <coughs> I am, particular I'm particular Thinking, thinking of. Uh,
1: it seems to. Have, the further away from, uh, <coughs> if, 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 we're, if we're the dead center, uh, the further out the radius, we're in North Palm Beach. The further south you go, the more evil it gets. Yeah. The further north you go, the more evil it gets. And we really got into some evil yeah, yeah. today. This is about a little bit west of Deerfield, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There seems to be a correlation between how far a dealer is from our listing area and how likely we are to find a Takata recall-affected used car on his or her lot. Week after week, we search for used cars being offered for sale that are simply too dangerous to drive because of defective airbag inflators. And week after week, for the most part, we discover that car dealers are more than willing to put profit ahead of their customer safety. However, the world... Does seem to be getting uh, the word does seem to be getting out, and dealers who have learned about our campaign seem to be cleaning up their acts. It makes me feel good on the way it makes me feel sad on the way I mean there 's a safety zone like a twenty five thirty mile radius maybe a little greater, but outside of that radius, Takata car airbag cars are being sold without second thoughts. Uh, Not only has finding a Takata car become more difficult in our listing area, we've actually had a couple of dealers uh, stop the sale and make arrangements to have the affected cars fixed. When we look just a little further away from our studios, however, it gets a little easier. This week, we had to go all the way to Coconut Creek, and we already said that's south of Deerfield Beach, north of Fort Lauderdale. Just west of Deerfield. uh, West of Deerfield, yeah. Uh, We found a double Takata. Car, passenger and driver's side. It's been a while since we had yeah. one of those. Both both airbags in the front seat at Lubakrot Chevrolet. It's the 2011 Honda CRV. 2011, that's a seven, eight year old car. Mm-hmm. That's an old car. That airbag is ready to blow. And it is sad that this thing is being sold. Uh, it's uh, on the website, advertised for 11000 $419 at Lubakarat Chevrolet. We checked Carfax, NHTSA, National Highway Traffic Safety Association, and Honda Manufacturer, and all three confirmed that both the driver's side and the passenger side airbags are defective, afflicted with faulty Takata inflators. The fact that the CRV is seven years old really raises the stakes for anyone riding in that vehicle. The aging Ammonium nitrate accelerant is just reaching its most unstable point. Very dangerous. Carfax revealed some other interesting information. This vehicle was serviced by Lou Baccarat at least six times. Since the first airbag recall, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. A Honda, and this is a Chevrolet dealer.
0: Yeah, um, I was looking at the report. So somebody else owned it and was servicing it there and yeah. probably traded it in there, and then yeah. they offered it for sale.
1: So six times uh they've had a chance to look at this car all they had to do was run the vin uh, i came in there six times and the VIN would have said you know if they checked it yeah. this is a recall so apparently if you extrapolate that means that they just don't check the VINs. yeah
0: it's a simple process yeah. to put in
1: yeah every car dealership should check the vehicle identification number of every car that goes through the service drive if they did that we wouldn't have an airbag problem, or we wouldn't have a recall problem, because the car dealers would be responsible.
0: Just as an aside, even if they don't believe that they should protect the consumers from these cars, you're going to just from the greed side, some consumers are not going to buy the car when they run the Carfax. Yeah, so it helps you sell a car. Yeah, exactly.
1: Anyway, with all that information, Agent X uh, was selected. He's uh, he's number one. The only time we won't use Agent X is when he's too close to home. And, uh, of course, there is a, uh, a uh, bounty on Agent There's X. There's a risk uh, of discovery. Carriage. There's right. a bounty on Agent X within about a 30-mile radius. Big target on his back. Yeah. And uh, he, he does wear a Kevlar vest, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, he could still be wounded. And we love Agent X. I called, I'm speaking as if I were Agent X right now, I called Lubacra Chevrolet to make sure they actually had the CRV listed on their website. I've been burned too many times. You go down there, the car, I'm sorry, we sold the car. You yeah. know. I spoke with a shamal who verified it was there, and asked me when I could come and see it. I said I could make it by 6.30 that afternoon. We exchanged some information, and I got off the phone. As I entered in my car to head down to Coconut Creek, I got a call from Warren. You, wanna, you might want to write these names down because there okay. are a lot of them. I will. Shamal and Warren, who was uh, reaching out to me to confirm my 630 appointment I'd made about four minutes earlier. He said to be sure to ask for him. I asked him what happened to Shamal. He said Shamal was his assistant. I said, I'm on my way, and Warren promised to have the car ready for me. Uh, there was a gaggle of salespeople. as a gaggle of geese. It was actually salespeople. Or peacocks. Yes. Or, yeah. You know, up front where I parked. Two of them uh, broke from their circle and broached me as I got out of the car. We refer to these gaggles as wolf packs. And, And when you go to an aggressive dealership, particularly in the far south of Florida, they typically congregate outside of the dealership. Kind of a frightening sight. So. One of them broke from the circle, approached me as I got out of the car. The first one to reach me tried to shake my hand and asked how he could help me. The other one stood back, hands on hips. I said I was there to see Warren. The first guy, we we don't even have names for these. Uh, We have Salesman 1 and Salesman 2. The first guy said he'd get Warren for me. Uh, The second guy asked if I wanted to get my car appraised. I said I wasn't trading at any, told me to let him know if I changed my mind, because he was the used car manager, or so he said. He left and I followed the guy into the showroom. Once inside, my escort asked me to uh, stay put while he went to get Warren. We turned a few minutes later with a man who introduced himself as Joel. So we now have Shamal, Warren, uh, Salesman 1, Salesman 2, and Joel. Yes. They explained that Warren was with another client and Joel would be my guy. Joel said the CRV was ready for a test drive. He had a dealer prepared ready to go and asked for my driver's license to make a copy for insurance purposes. We walked out the car, it was up front near where I parked it, looked like it had just been detailed. We popped the hood, opened the doors uh, in the rear hatch, Joel started the engine. I asked him what they did to my car uh, before putting them up for sale. He said they had a 110-point inspection. I think there's a little competition out there because some dealers have a 127-point, some some have 163-point. Uh, you know, if they don't. You know, one one thing you can do if you want to laugh, ask to see the check sheet. Now, if the check sheet is clean and there's a long line drawn through all 127 check boxes, you know that they didn't look at it too closely. Uh, And they say they fix anything that they find needs fixing. I asked him if this one passed the inspection. He said yes. For emphasis, I asked again. So there are no mechanical issues. Joel said no. We drove the car, returned as we walked to the showroom from the parking lot. I asked him if the vehicle had ever been in an accident. Joel wasn't sure. But he would check the car facts. Now that sounds too familiar. Every time. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't know why. And we, Every Misty shop, we always ask the same question. Has the car been in an accident? And they never know. You would think that they would uh, <coughs> read the Carfax report before they showed the car. But almost without fail, they don't. Uh, Joel sat me down at a desk, began a series of qualifying questions. How was I paying for it? How was my credit? How much money was I putting down? I told him this would be a cash deal, I wanted the best price he could get me. I wanted to confirm the price, so I saw online and asked him, $11,419, right? Now just let me repeat, this is Lou Bakrat, <laughs> Chevrolet, and Coconut Creek. That's the best part. Joel said, yes, well no, <laughs> not exactly. He asked me to give him a minute, <coughs> and he went to his keyboard, pulled up a screen on his computer monitor. He showed me a disclosure of some kind that said that the Internet price was only valid. I know you're not going to believe me, but uh, trust me. He said the Internet price was only valid if I traded a car in with them and financed it with them. Oh, my. Both conditions had to be
0: made.
2: Both
1: conditions. Now... Here's something I'm not even sure <coughs> that Stu is aware of, but it is illegal to require a car buyer to finance the car to get the price you advertise. If you advertise a price on a car, they should be able to pay cash, finance, credit union. Uh, they should be able to get the price of the car without having to use your financing. I mean, think about it. I can sell you a car for a dollar, and if I charge high enough interest rate, I can make a fortune. Yes. So if you tie the financing to the sale price of the car, mm-hmm. that is a violation of the Truth in Lending Law. So, Lou Baccarat
0: Unless it's a choice of manufacturer
1: incentives. Yes. Yeah, but that's not what he said. Nope, he said nope. you have to.
0: It's a used car, anyways. So. Had to be
1: financed with them. Yeah. That means we control mm-hmm. the financing. I asked him if he was kidding. Joel was nervous. Joel probably didn't realize he was breaking the law. And I guarantee you, Lou Baccarat doesn't realize he's breaking the law. Joel was nervous that he'd get the manager to explain further. He ran off and left me sitting at the desk for 13 minutes, came back with his manager, who was introduced as Mr. White. Okay.
0: Sounds like Reservoir Dogs.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, let's start all over again. Uh, you, got the, you got the list here, Stu?
0: Yeah, we have uh, Shamal, uh, Warren, who we never met, Salesman one, salesman two, who said he was a used car manager, Joel, and now we're at Mr. White. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, we're on the sixth
1: person. Okay. Mr. White presented the first pencil. Now that's vernacular. Vernacular uh, car talk for the first write-up. That's when you take a pencil in the old days and you scratch through this and you circle this. A lot of times you use colored pencils and it's... Sharpies. Sharpies, yeah. yeah. So, I went back for the first pencil, that's a game, saying the price would be $13,419. And of course, the advertised price was $11,419, since I was handling my own financing, which is against the law to do. I told him this was preposterous and that I had clearly seen the price of $11,419. And there was no mention of trading in my car or financing with it. Now, there wasn't there wasn't. Yeah, it was, I mean, They're lying. So, here's the other reason you can't tie buying a car to the trade-in because, let's say you got a trade-in that's worth $20,000. You can sell them the new car for a dollar and give them $1 for the trade-in. So, it's bait-and-switch. This has got to be We'd have to go back in the books because we get so many mystery shops. Well, I'm thinking it's the worst mystery shop we ever had, and I'm not even through yet. Uh, 13000 I told him this was preposterous, that I'd clearly seen the online price of 11419 and there was no mention of trading in my car or financing it with them. And Stu just confirmed on the ad. He's looking at it right now. I, I searched the web page It's not on there. No. Mr. White turned the computer monitor toward me and pointed to the same disclosure. Joel had shown me. I sighed, told him to keep going. He glossed over the itemized charges and pointed his pen at the figure of (laughs) (laughs) $17,992. Woo! (laughs) $4,500 jump. (laughs) My out-the-door price, he said. Uh, He could get me into F&I right away. $17,992. 17992 So they're st- they not through with me, and they're already going to give me uh, a f- $4,500 markup. Uh, I said, wait a minute. I need to go over this with you. What the hell did you do to, uh, to add that to the price? Mr. White sat down and reviewed the buyer's order. To the now inflated sale price of 13419 he added a $1,615 accessory package. Hmm. Phony Monroney. You just saw one on camera a minute ago. But added on a used car. Yes. Yeah, used car. Uh, $1,650, dollars accessory package, $1,000 in dealer fees, and that included a $799 fee and a $199 tag agency fee and $500 in government fees. I <laughs> exploded. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason I love Agent X. He, can, <laughs> he really explodes. He feels Amazing. He does. He's yeah. good. He's good. Very aggressive. Mm -hmm. Loudly, I asked him if he thought I was an idiot. Mr. White put his hands up defensively and asked me to settle down. He said I wasn't an idiot, (laughs) and he would see what he could do. You're you're not an idiot. (laughs) 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 I told him I'd appreciate that. I also asked him to check on the Carfax report. I mean, we haven't even got into GATA yet. We're already... We're already in jail. I mean, spoiler alert. Yeah, he never sees one. (laughs) They're they're breaking the law. I mean, he said he would. I also asked him if he could tell me if there were any safety issues I should concern myself with. I mean, we're really rubbing that in their face. Mister White said no. This was a safe car. Mm -hmm. Here's a car with a Takata airbag. We call on the passenger (coughs) and. The driver's side.
0: And it's ready to blow.
1: And it's ready to go. It's ready to go, and it's ready to blow. It's a seven, eight-year-old car. It it may have blown up in the lot while I'm talking to the guy. It's a whole new twist on where they're blowing this one out. (laughs) This is is scary. This is scary. What if we send Agent X out there, and he gets hurt in a Takata airbag explosion? I would really feel. Oh, bad yeah, about that.
0: we should write up uh, like a little di- yeah. uh, disclosure, a little uh, I think indemnification. I, to, I think we need to put a key man insurance policy. You, oh, you're, yeah. you're probably right. Exactly. Well, he wears Kevlar, so that that'll protect. That's
1: true. You. He's Hopefully. a helmet. <coughs> Bobby Z was a hammer. Honey. Oh no, no, no i <laughs> okay. We've got another name here. Uh, we got, we're we're moving off of uh, uh, yeah, Mr. White. He, he came back with Bobby Z. Bobby Z introduced him as his boss. I said, I thought Mr. White was a boss. He says, no, Bobby C. I'm the boss. <laughs> I'm glad there wasn't a fight <laughs> between Bobby C. and Mr. White. Bobby C. was a hammer. He went into a full pressure, high pressure mode. Hammer is another car dealer vernacular. <coughs> you, know, you call a real strong closer, bringing the hammer. And sometimes you bring the hammer into the box. Yeah. And the box is the F and I on. Just relentless. Exactly. Uh, he wanted to know what my problem was with the deal. Hey, what's your problem? I'm the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> this question lost a twenty minute argument with Bait and Switch. He tried to defend his online online ad, said that their online disclosure said that the internet <laughs> price are subject to change, and that's what happened. <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it says it's subject to change. Hey, that's exactly what happened. I yeah. changed the
1: price on yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. We warned you. <coughs> and then it was basically my fault. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I should have apologized. It was my fault because I wasn't trading or financing. I talked
0: to Agent X. Uh, Is it too late to change my mind? He kept coming back to that. He goes, hey, you're the one who's not trading in a car.
1: (laughs) We went on to argue about the $1,650 accessory package. He explained that it covered oil changes, some details, and a towing service. (laughs) That is laughable. I said that wasn't worth the money, and he agreed, saying it was primarily... Mr. Bobby Z confessed the
0: one point of honesty in yeah. the entire, entire
1: yeah. deal. Uh, $1,650 accessory price he says yeah you're right it's a rip-off it's just profit he offered to take that off the price so after confrontation and threats and blood pressures going up yelling Bobby Z agreed to take off the accessory package we went on he really wanted to convince me there was nothing wrong with the listing I tried to explain that it was misleading we were getting nowhere, so I got up and I said I was leaving and that he just wasted two hours of my life. And Bobby Z jumped up and pleaded. We got Mr. Z and Bobby Z uh, Mr. White and Bobby Z. I'm getting them. Let's do all the names again.
0: We got Shamal, Salesman One, Salesman Two, Warren, Joel, Mr. White, and Bobby Z.
1: <laughs> and a partridge. Yeah. A pear tree. Uh <laughs> Anyway.
2: I hear they <laughs> c- appear at the Comedy Corner.
1: He does. <laughs> he returned with a new buyer's order. He told me to sit down. Mm-hmm. This time with uh, the original online price of $11,419. He had $500 in government fees on $998. Proc Proctoc. <laughs> proc- Processing proc- document. Proctoc. Sure. Proc- 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 yeah. Uh, or proc- Proctology, Dog, yeah. possibly. Don't go there. Uh, don't do it nine hundred ninety eight dollar uh, proc doc fee and sales tax out the door this time was thirteen thousand six hundred ninety two dollars are we good he asked you are very good and uh, you're very evil I said that was a lot better but I still wasn't sure obviously one knew why I was still hesitant I said I was concerned about getting a lemon or an unsafe car obviously said the car was safe very sad And he had the Carfax report. He knew it wasn't safe. I asked if he was sure there were no safety issues. He said, absolutely not. This car is safe, says Bobby Z. Bobby Z was in closing mode. Let's do this, he said. I can get you financed right now. I said I needed to take the buyer's order to my credit union first. (laughs) This initiated a 10...
0: Ten minutes. Ten sorry.
1: minute debate about me leaving a deposit or risk having the vehicles sold out.
0: They started uh, back up again. <laughs> again.
1: I finally left. Obviously, Mister White and Joel and the rest of the choir and uh, take my chances. I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. I don't even know if we want to take a vote on this. It's so obvious. Uh, we have
0: we have votes coming in.
1: <laughs> we have votes coming in. But I I just want to say, I know, I know Lou Bachrach. I I don't even know if he's still alive. I mean, I've known him a long time ago. Uh, I believe it's still a family store. I knew him to be a fairly good car salesman. Of course, when I knew him, I was evil, too. So it's maybe that's a role of be speaking. Yes, was, absolutely. He was okay. But uh, I hope someone gets word to him. I don't think he knows what's going on in the store. I know he doesn't know what's going on in the store, his dealership in Coconut Creek, because...
2: He's not alive.
1: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. no, no, because... Uh, because he's breaking the law. And car dealers will not knowingly break the law. You can't advertise like that. You cannot say, you will buy my car at this price only if you finance it with me and only if you trade in the car. Now, the take out the airbag is pretty bad too, but you know, that's not against the law. You can knowingly sell the car with a defective car- Takata airbag. And you can lie to the customer and there's no law against it. But you can't lie about having to have the car financed to get that price. Uh, we have a caller.
2: We uh, do. With She's a
1: vote.
2: Uh, What do you want to do first? Well, we let, let's
1: get let's let's do the vote from the female caller.
2: Okay, um, Felicia, if you're still on the line, welcome. Yes, this is Felicia. Uh, thank you for hanging on. Thanks for your patience. Uh, did you hear our mystery shopping report? Um, I heard some of it. Yes. Okay. Uh, welcome to the show, Felicia. What can we do for you? Well, I um, just
10: started uh, my search for replacing a 2004 vehicle. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought I would get in with the 21st Century and get the rear view backup camera and the Bluetooth phone and everything like that. And I actually have two vehicles to trade. They're both 2004 vehicles. And I I understand that's old. And I just had a question because I went to my first local dealership in North Palm Beach a few days ago. And one of my vehicles only has 32,000 miles on it. And the other one is a luxury car with 79,000 miles on it. And it's a convertible. So I was told by the dealership that when somebody comes into a dealership to buy a used car, they want to get financing and they also want to get a warranty. And they told me that the luxury car that's a convertible, the mechanism for the replacement of the convertible could be $10,000. And even though it works fine today, it could break tomorrow and they would not be able to give a warranty to a person coming in to buy my car. And Then on the other vehicle, which only has 32,000 miles, they basically said the same thing. Even though it has 32,000 miles, it's been in this Florida heat for the last 15 years. So they sort of discouraged me from trading in my two vehicles. And then, of course, they ended up giving me a really low, 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 low price. So I was just wondering if that's true, if they can't warranty or finance vehicles of that age and if that's the case then maybe i should just go to carmax i don't really know what to do
1: well felicia what they told you is not true and i'm not sure why they told you that frankly uh... Uh, you sound like uh, both vehicles sound like uh, good merchandise on a used car lot, and uh, they should have given you appraisals on your cars. But you don't want to accept their appraisal; you want to shop your car. And I would take it to two other car dealerships. What oh. make, trade-in, style? Yeah. How,
0: how old were they? Fifteen
1: years. Two
10: thousand and four.
1: Yeah. I mean, not. That's kind
0: of tough to find a well. For I-
1: the fact that you can't finance yeah. it doesn't mean you can't sell it yeah. a lot. I mean, uh, there's a huge market for older cars, and if you have a nice older car, it's very valuable, relatively speaking. Uh, if you c- if the bank doesn't want to finance a car, isn't going to kill the sale there uh, because older cars are lower price, and a lot of people will pay cash. Okay. And you can also get a loan from a bank, oftentimes a signature loan uh, from a bank to buy a used car. But what you need to do is you need to get bids on your two cars what make cars are they felicia
10: um, i have a bmw 330ci uh huh it's in mint condition that's the one with 79000 miles
6: uh uh-huh. yeah and I, it's always
10: been garage kept yeah, and what's but so? like i said he told me that convertible could break and the mechanism would be 10000 to replace it and the car was not worth anything
1: what's the other uh, make of the other car
10: um the other one is also a 2004 GMC Savannah <clears throat> 2500 cargo van. Okay. With the 32,000
1: miles. I take them both to CarMax and get a price, and then I would take uh, I would take your BMW uh, to a BMW dealer on the used car lot and ask them how much they pay for it, and I would take my GMC to Schumacher uh, uh, Schumacher or GMC on North Lake Boulevard because you said you went to another dealer on North Lake and see if they want to buy the car. Uh, uh, you can take it to another couple of dealerships. Usually, when a car is older, a lot of a lot of dealers are looking for nice older cars because there's a large market for cars under ten thousand dollars or under twelve thousand dollars and there's not too many amount there so if you have a nice your your the mileage on your cars is low for the age and if they're if they run and they're not in bad condition which I don't sound doesn't sound like they are I would uh, definitely get three bids on each car then take one of the bids if the dealer you want to buy the vehicle from doesn't want to bid on the car that's fine you can sell your your car outright to the other dealers
10: Okay, thanks, and I, I also wanted to know if it would be worth it to, I mean, the, the BMW has been in the garage, it's in tip-top shape, mm-hmm. the cargo van is always parked outside, so is it worth it for me to do like a wash, wax, and all of that kind of oh, stuff? Yeah. Or, um, Definitely, uh, Definitely yeah. Felicia, yeah, you
2: get that be, detailed, get it looking really nice yeah. inside and out, take care of all of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's important. You do uh, uh if you had to spend a little money on the detail inside and out before you take it to used car manager. Used car managers are just people like anybody else. They see a shiny car, clean on the inside and outside. It'll be worth several hundred o- dollars more.
2: And with that okay. low, low mileage, uh, you, you know you're going to get yourself a much better deal. You know by shopping those two vehicles. The, the miles the mileage is very low on both of them.
1: Thanks for the call, Felicia.
2: And, Felicia, you <laughs> won yourself $50 for being a new caller. So. Uh, wow, that's great. Thanks. Leave, leave your phone number, and I'll get back with you. Um, it's 561- um, You can give
0: it to our, uh, yeah. Thanks. You can <laughs> give it to
2: Colin in our control room. Thanks. All uh, right. Keep listening and uh, give us a call again. Yeah,
0: we're
1: on the mystery shopping report. We've got grades coming in left and, uh, and right. I'll just summarize it briefly for those who didn't uh, catch it or just tuned in. The worst mystery shopping report we've ever had. They lied about the Takata airbag. Uh, they did illegal bait-and-switch advertising, tying the financing of the car to the price, tying the fact that you had to trade the car in to the price, had some very ingenious dealer fees, and just flat lied about the fact the car had no safety recalls.
2: I failed them. Deception outside all that the they, way.
1: Outside of that, they did fine. Yeah. And that was Lou Baccarat, <laughs> Chevrolet, and Coconut Creek. They, they
0: admitted the accessory package was worthless. Yeah,
1: they, they confessed. The accessory package was pure profit to the dealer. They probably didn't put any accessories on the car. So this is the crookedest car dealership that we have checked mm-hmm. in a long, long time. Old Lou school. Baccarat, Chevrolet, and Coconut Creek. And we got grades from our texters. Lots Here. of them. Here that's we fair. go. So John Neal,
0: longtime listener, friend of yours on Facebook. Yes. was feeling very generous. Dang, gives him an F+. Haven't, we haven't <laughs> done that yet. Uh, we have a listener, um, actually a f- live Facebook viewer in Brooklyn, New York City. Ed gives him a Z. I guess that's as far right in the alphabet as you can get. Thanks, Ed. Uh, Linda, also on Facebook, gives him an F. Uh, Jeff didn't grade them, has a question. How is this place still open? They want to know. And then, uh, on the text, we just have an F. Uh, No name on that one. Another one, without a name, they deserve an F. Danny in Fort Pierce gives them a D, minus, minus, minus. Another one says, Barbara in Ocala says, expel them from school, no grade. Must be a teacher. Um, Pedro in uh, Marathon gives them an F. And that's it. That's, that's, that's fantastic.
1: Thank you for those votes. You know, I always felt a little guilty being the voter, and uh, I, you know, I, I don't. We don't have to vote, do we? Is anybody who doesn't <laughs> want to fail that that dealership? Oh, I want to fail <coughs> them.
6: I, <am. laughs> I want to fail
1: them. <laughs> uh, let me say something. Uh, I was going to do this about to cut airbags anyway, and we're on. You know, we're in the political midterms, and we're coming up. And uh, I don't even watch television now because of the negative ads. Uh, politicians are driving us crazy. Yeah, we got five minutes, and either that or they're waving at me <laughs> in the control room, <laughs> and uh, or maybe they want to high-five me. I don't know what it means. At any rate, uh, go- the governor candidates, uh, uh, people <coughs> for governor. We've got uh, we've got uh, under the Democrats. Is there, are, are all these still in the race? Uh, still mm-hmm.
0: Europe? Yep. Andrew Gillum and Ron DeSantis. Okay, so... These guys are out. That's, those are, that's the, the okay. primary. Yeah, it's so down
1: between... So uh, Jeff Green and Gwen Graham are gone.
0: Yeah, Andrew Gillum or Ron DeSantis. Okay,
1: let's talk to Andrew Gillum and Ron DeSantis, who's running for governor. Now, we would like a law in Florida that says it's illegal to do what a at Chevrolet is doing. They're selling cars knowingly with very dangerous recalls to Florida citizens now Andrew Gillum or Ron DeSantis do you have an opinion on this if you don't have an opinion will you state that you don't have an opinion why do you want to remain silent the Democrat and the Republican this isn't political folks this is both sides of the political spectrum you Democrats out there that want to elect Andrew Gillum support Andrew Gillum. How about someone who can actually speak to Andrew Gillum? Because sometimes, you know, these governor candidates are hard to to get hold of. Uh, Ron DeSantis, supporters, if you know him, if you can communicate with him, ask them why Florida doesn't have a law. Now, you can do an executive order as governor. I've asked Rick Scott multiple times for an executive order making it illegal to sell a used car with a dangerous safety recall. Can someone tell me why there shouldn't be such a law? And I'll say the same thing to Andrew Gillum and to Ron DeSantis. If there's a reason that I shouldn't ask you as governor, if one of you gets elected, it looks like one of you will, it'll either be Andrew Gillum or Ron DeSantis. If one of you gets elected, tell me why you shouldn't have an executive order to make it illegal to sell a car in Florida with a dangerous recall. It's easy. It's no burden on the car dealer. Car dealer has a computer. The car dealer can pull up on the computer the VIN and tell whether there are dangerous recalls. If there's a dangerous recall, he can have it fixed free. What is the burden on the dealership? Why are you remaining silent? And I'm not just talking about Takata airbags, I'm talking about any safety recall. Make the car dealer, fix the safety recall before he sells the car. We've just tweeted
0: to the two gubernatorial candidates asking their position. Wonderful. I would
1: love to see what sort of a response do you think we'll get. This is a contest here. You Democrats. Let's see what Andrew Gillum responds to our tweet. And you Republicans, let's see what Ron DeSantis responds to our tweet. Let's hear it. Okay.
2: Great idea. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Earl Stewart on cars. We enjoy your company, and we thank you for joining us. And I want to thank uh, Jonathan and Colin for doing such a fantastic job, as uh, always, every single week. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll be right back here next Saturday.